This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Right, welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, uh, a kind of a special one-off preview show. Uh, this uh, for the West Brom match on Saturday uh, in the Premier League, Chelsea's third match of the Premier League season. And joining me, as ever, are the wonderful Jonathan Kidd, E.I. Adio, and the equally lovely Mr. Dan Silver. Hello, and uh, the uh, highly intelligent, considered Mr. Martin Wickham. No one has ever called me highly intelligent. Thank you. There we go. Uh, the check is in the post, Martin, or something like that. Right. Well, we got West Brom uh, on Saturday, and of course, coming off the back of uh, uh, the uh, the last league match against Liverpool, uh, you know, I remember on Monday night when we talked about um, what's going on, and it'll all take a bit of time. Uh, you know, we've clearly got players to come in still. We got clearly they've got to get the pre, you know, kind of the, the get get up to fitness as well as match sharpness. So. There is an element, I think, I recall us kind of saying it is going to take a bit of time. We need to be a bit patient. It probably won't really get back to normal or to where we want it to be until uh, after the international break. But that notwithstanding, you know, West Brom, um, who, of course, were recently promoted from uh, the championship, uh, are not exactly uh, doing very, very well. I mean, you know, they lost their opening game against Leicester at home, 3-0, and they lost uh, 5-2 against Everton in a somewhat controversial match where, you know, Kieran Gibbs uh, got sent off, didn't he, by the wonderful, the best referee in the world. Not arrogant at all, mm. not, not an arsehole in any way, shape or form, Mr Mike Dean. Now, I would, ha- I would have to say, chaps, that I actually, because I watched this game because I was bored, um, I didn't have anything to do, so I ended up watching other than Chelsea. God help me. Anyway, I was watching it, actually, and I have to say that, that until Gibbs was sent off, West Brom, I thought, were looking pretty good. And I thought that goal by Grady Diangana was an absolute cracker. Uh, Livermore hit the post with a great shot. They could have been 2-1 up. 
just shows you what Dan, Dan said to us all on Monday. You know, it's fine margins. And they end up, you know, t- down to 10 men and they got humped 5-2 by a good Everton side, I have to say, and, a, and an exceptionally good performance by uh, Calvert, whatever his name is. What's his what name? Calvert-Lewin. Calvert-Lewin. Thank you, Martin. Ahmed Rodriguez. Hamed, 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 Rodriguez with a great goal. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I don't know. I mean, Everton are good. West Brom were unlucky. Could have got, you know. I think what I'm really trying to say in a roundabout way is, uh, you know, well, be careful because you know, I, 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 you know, I don't. I think Billich is not to be underestimated. Though, of course, he may have a touchline ban. Um, and as I said, Dean Garner looks a good player. Robson Canu's still there. Livermore can put in a shift. But I have to say, Martin, other than all of that, and I think, yes, we do need to be careful here, you know, they do look like a championship side with championship players. So really, we should be be getting three points here. I completely agree. Um, I think the thing with West Brom is that um, they have, apart from the Dean Garner signing, I don't think they've brought anyone in. Branner Ivanovic. Du, 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 du. There we go. <laughs> sign from Liverpool as well. Who? Oh, really? So that's another. I thought that was. I thought that was. Oh no, there was something about him going to Palace and West Steve Parrish knocked it back. Westbrook coming. They got. They got Mateus Pereira, who's a good player, a top yeah. scorer a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He flits in and out of games. One of those kind of like flair players. Oh, He's one of those players who, who looked really good in the Championship, but yeah. in the Premier League he may struggle a little bit. But um. The consensus I seem to be hearing about West Brom was they may just, you know, pocket the money, pocket the TV money, and see what happens because of, you know, the uncertainties with football in general. But we do need to be careful. Dean Garner, I think, has a point to prove because he was, yeah, he's a good player, and I think he, every everything he does is pretty much to stick it to West Ham, who decided to get rid of him for some yeah. strange reason. Um, and there is experience. I think there's still a lot of experienced players there regardless and Bilic is a canny manager he's had it over on us a few times before in the past Yeah, I mean, uh, they've got, they've got some, I mean looking through their team now I mean they've got Matt Phillips who's quite an experienced Premier League player Carl Bartley um, I don't think Conor Gallagher could be able to play will he because part of the no. loan agreement uh, but yeah I mean I'm going through their team now I mean there's, there's no one there who really think oh Christ they're going to really scare us I mean they've got the full backs Lee Peltier and Donnell Furlong are both that you know, Paul Furlong's son, yeah. Oh, yeah, and they haven't got anyone on that team. You think, oh wow, they're going to. Someone's going to give us a fright. Oh, it's like uh, a well, like Matt Phillips still playing for them. Matt Phillips still there. Yeah, I mean, remains always quite a decent player, actually. Yeah, oh, well, I've just, I've, I've just noticed that Callum Robinson plays for them as well, yeah. and he's like similar to David McGoldrick when he played for Sheffield United. A bugger all last season, except they scored both scored against Chelsea, yeah. and I've seen them both play for Ireland and. Struggle to score against Gibraltar, so. But like, like we were saying before, like we were saying before, Martin, I, you know, not that notwithstanding, I still think they look like a championship side yeah. with championship level players, and and I think Billich is a yeah. good manager, but I think you know this this is a game we should be winning. Um, however, oh, they've also got Colin, Colin uh, Conor Gallagher there on loan, of course, but he, he, he won't, won't he, he won't be, he won't able, be playing against he us. He won't be able no. to play against no. us. That's right. I mean, here's the thing, J.K. Uh, why am I why am I asking you this? Because I know what the answer will be. But you know, is this a must win for Chelsea? I mean, losing to Liverpool is one thing, but West Bromwich Albion is another. Well, you have to win every game against everybody who, anyway, regardless. Just supposed to be if you're going to be elite, you've got to keep winning the games against 
every single team you come up against without making excuses for them if we can. But the excuse at the moment is he's not playing any of the six six players that uh, are the special players. So um, there's bound to be an excuse, but uh, for, uh, that kind of excuse, but they still need to roll them over. And especially since they're not very good and they're up from the championship and I think will be relegated. Yeah, agreed. So, so, yeah. And they, they did struggle over the line a little bit to get the automatic promotion spot. But they need though Chelsea do need to be, you know, on their game because if they Absolutely. do doze off, they can get caught very easily. Well, okay, so system because they're quite quite a hostile crowd, West Brom, when they get behind us again, it's an empty stadium, so that might count in our favour as well. I mean, they're the sort of team. If we if we're going to be serious contenders to be sort of top four and above, we, we need to put, doing bed, this, put them to bed quite yeah. comfortably. Well, that's a good question. Now, I think you know, as always, given the start that we've had. And, and you know players unavailable all this kind of thing it'd be very interesting to see and I think I agree you know we've been talking about this all week but Jonathan you know not quite sure what's going on doesn't think really they know quite how to do it yet and I, I think there is an element of that I think there's a bit of a bedding in period for both Frank, Jody and, and the team given the new players we've got but really analyse the situation Chidge he's now got well, if you include Pulisic in this I still think he's possibly still injured he's now thinking how do i play these players yeah. to their to their optimum yeah. setup here because some of the very exciting prospects you look at Werner and think this boy is a powerhouse but how are we going to make yeah. it work for him properly by having well, exactly by having chilwell at his best putting crosses in uh, and zayek putting crosses in and playing pulisic with him who will set him up as well you're then in a really brilliant situation. Well, we are, but it's going to take time to work that out. You know, yeah. because I mean, all, all the I mean, it's really interesting actually because I, I was watching, uh, you know, the post-match uh, after the Liverpool game with Jamie Redknapp and Jamie Carragher and Ashley Cole. And actually, you know, Gary Neville may have been a dick on co-commentary, but actually Redknapp and and Carragher and of course Ashley Cole were all quite fair-minded to what was going on. All of them saying the same thing. They and they know they've played a lot of football in top level clubs, and they know that when you get a load of new players in, it takes time for them to gel, to work it out. I mean, actually, much of the, what they were saying was in defence of Havertz, who's only just started. But the interesting thing will be who will be available and and who will play. I mean, I, I I'm inclined to think that Silver will play. Uh, I don't think I don't know about Chilwell and and Pulisic whether they'll be ready or fit. Um, I I really hope that Kepper is not in goal. Um, I hope that Aspie starts instead of Alonso because he bloody well should do. Uh, and and I wonder if if Loftus Cheek will get a reprieve. Um, we just don't know, do we? And I think this really does absolutely underline what you and you and I were saying, J.K. And and what I've been banging on with all season so far. Which is, you know, I don't think Frank knows his best eleven and his best formation yet, Martin. When you follow a big team like Chelsea, one of the most frustrating things is not being able to get a ticket for the match, especially when it's away and not live on TV in the UK. What can you do? Get updates from your mates? Follow online commentary? Listen to the radio? Let's face it, it's not the same as actually watching the match live, is it? NordVPN have the solution to every football supporter's matchday problems when they can't watch the match live. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, 
protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. It's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. No, and we're not, we're not probably not going to find that out for a few weeks yet because we've got players to come back. But um, I still think, you know, no matter who we put out, and I think we talked talked about earlier in the week, the game against Barnsley may instruct some of the selection for this game as well. Because if there's any standout performances in that game, that may put them in contention for this. Mm, okay. So, Dan, how do you see it panning out then? I mean, of course, we're dealing with, you know, as, as Donald's, Donald Rumsfeld said, we've got no, no, was it known knowns, known unknowns and unknown unknowns or something like that. I've got that completely wrong, but you get my drift. Yeah. Um, I think we might start kicking on. I think we might just get a, a positive result. I think, you know, it's so difficult because the Premiership's so unpredictable. I think we have we should we should on paper have too much for them. And again, if we get the first goal, again, which is always key for us, get the first goal, we've got a good chance of going to win the match. I think I think we'll end up winning comfortably. I think this will be a game for them that they don't expect to win. And I just going through their team, man for man, we are every position is significantly better than them. And they aren't as good as some of their parts, as as Martin alluded to. They just scraped over the line for automatics. I think I think we should have a comfortable win. I'm not the defence looks more organised, which is great. I think if we were last year, I'd be concerned. But I think we'll we'll probably go on to win 3-1. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet, but I think we're going to win 3-1. Mm. Don't you think, once again, it's dependent on who he, he's available for selection? Yeah, but about any game. I think he's... Well, you no, know, particularly with this side, I think if you've got Jorginho and Kovacic in midfield again... I don't think you need to. I think we need to have a much more fluid thing. Because I don't think we'll see Pulisic just yet. I, don't, I think no, no. Silva will start... Um, who else have we got coming back? Um, Ziyech is an outside chance, maybe on the bench, possibly. What I've read. Pulisic will be, I think he, they'll be careful with him. Pulisic will be Palace on the bench. I think Ziyech could be on the bench for us. Um, you, might, you might even see he might play Tammy up front, a bit more muscle, and play Timo a bit further out wide. You might just mix up a little bit because Timo's happy to play just on I don't the know. Team. I think this would be a perfect game for Giroud, actually, because they're scrapped. And, yeah, uh, the centre backs are quite weak. Um, El Ghazi and Carl Bartley, they're not. They're in which case, you could take the I don't know. It's a question once again of what, what Frank is going to play. You know, if he's playing as he played at the beginning of last season with all that one touch football, well, then Tammy should get possibly get the nod. Well, I think you might see Tammy playing, and then you might have sort of a t- Timo Havertz. And um, if listen, if Callum has an outstanding game on Wednesday night, Frank's got big questions yeah, to, yeah, to deal with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if, we, if I say it's a sort of game that we need, we need to get three points. Even if it's an ugly one-nil win, it's three points. I say, you know, we've had, a, you know, with three two points better than we were this time last season. If you sort of compare like for like in terms of the first two games, it's, it's a game we need to win. We need to get ugly one-nil. I take it. Yeah, I mean, my feeling, Martin, is, you know, if we can, I know it's kind of weird at the moment. If we can go away to Brighton 
and win 3-1. Okay, we were a bit lucky. There's no doubt about that. If we can go... I think that Brighton are a much better side than I was prepared to give them credit for at the beginning of the season. If we can go there and win 3-1, I think we can dispose of West Brom. I would have thought so. And I think this is going to be one of those games where the lack of a crowd hurts the home team because they'd be less inclined to, you know, get into our players and start putting hefty challenges in early to, you know, whip the crowd up and create an atmosphere. I think they might be more likely to sit back and, you know, conversely, I think someone like Jorginho might actually look better in this game because he'll be he'll get given a lot more space. Last week he was um harangued every time he got the ball because Liverpool pressed up and it's um West Brom more like to sit back, he will have more time. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you know, two things occur to me. One is Gibbs won't be playing because he'll have a one-match ban and he's a decent player. Uh, and also they ship five goals and Bilic is going to want to go out there and not ship five goals again. So they're going to be very defensively minded. I think you've got a point there, Dan. I was going to say, and also if you've got like, you know, 35-year-old Brian Slavovanovic, I mean, is he, is he still going to be up to premiership standards? Well, I mean, been... he was going backwards when we sold him, wasn't he? Yeah. And now is, he play, is he playing at full-back yeah. or centre-back? Yeah. I think he'll probably play at centre back. I don't think he's got the, the pace. He played already. Did he play in the last game? No, I think they, I don't think it's on no, him too late. But no, he, he wasn't ready. The last time I saw him, he dropped the glass trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my last memory of him. He's experienced, but I just don't know whether he's up against you know like you know these pace. I mean, if he's playing that wide right and Timo's left, he'll just Timo will just tear him apart. He'll yeah, be up he'll, for it though. He'll yeah. be well up. You know he'll play out of his skin, Dan. You know. Yeah, but you got to think. You know, yeah, but you haven't. Yeah, you pack your skin, but you haven't got the pace. You can't play your skin. Money every, on money on a Branner goal at a corner. Every oh, every and every statement you said about Ivanovic equally applies to Thiago Silva. So. Oh yeah, yeah, very true. I don't actually. I don't agree with that. I mean, we all saw how backwards. We loved Branner to pieces, but it was quite sad seeing him going backwards. When he was yeah. running uh, I think in his well, last I think season was... for us, Silver is an athlete. He's still, I mean, mate, he was one of PSG's best players in the Champions League final when they got lost to to, uh, to, to Bayern Munich. So, I've got no fears about Silver's athleticism. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But I, you know, if they play him at fullback, it could be a horror show. If they play him at centre back, he's probably a bit more able to use his experience a bit more. But I would still expect. Werner to be able to like outpace him on through balls and things like that. We've seen how quick he is against players that are quicker than Ivanovic is now. So it could be brutal. If he's playing, of course, there was a belief that he would be um he he would take a while to get up to full fitness because the Russian season ended quite well, I, early. I, I think in a sense he he is Billich's version of uh, Lampard Silver, really, isn't he, JK? Um. Been brought in for the same yeah, kind of reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's experience and uh, an influence on um, on the rest of the players. I think it depends on when he where he plays him. If he plays him at centre half, I think he'll have to. Um, yeah, he'll have to. Then he's not going to be. Uh, he, yeah, he'll definitely have to because he can't sprint up and down the line in the way that he did. Because as you said, he wasn't doing that when he was playing for us. So uh, yeah, I think it may be an influence in the dressing room as well. I mean, He's done it what, thing. What, what I would say, it'd be lovely to see Branner again. I, I was so fond of Ivanovic as a Chelsea player, and again, I think uh, hugely underrated for us. We love to see him, but that said, I hope we spank them stupid. And uh, I mean, you know, I think I think one thing we are seeing, and judging by how appallingly badly I'm doing in the Prem Predictions League. It is incredibly unpredictable at the moment. I mean, nobody, I don't think, would have predicted the amount of goals that were hoofed in uh, last weekend. Uh, maybe I should have been more shrewd about thinking that Palace would beat 
uh, Man United. But it, 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 you know, we're in that horrible, horror. I mean, I remember times when I, I, I used to like a bet on the football, but I wouldn't bother betting until I'd seen about 10, 10 rounds of games because you just don't get a sense of where it's going. And I think we're in that stage. I wouldn't be surprised myself if this ends up being a, quite a lot of goals for both sides. I, I think well, I, might, I might go 4-2 Chelsea on this, Dan. Where are you going to go? I'll go 3-1. JK, I think four two as well. I think that I think the days of one nil in any of these uh, matches has gone completely. Everybody seems to have a have a dip from outside the penalty area, and all the goals seem to go in. So uh, in all the games, I think um, uh, I think they're all going to be high scoring. I think this is uh, another example of them. Yeah, four three. I'll say four three. Okay, so so what did you say? Four one, Dan. Three one. Three one. 4-2 for me, 4-3 for JK. Martin? I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1. The voice of reason, Martin, as, as, as I expect. So there you go. Either way, we all think Chelsea are going to win uh, because we're all biased. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We're not going to say we're going to lose, also, you stupid you got, people. You got so annoyed with me about the 1-1 against Barnsley that I thought <laughs> I'd be positive. I would never be like that JK brilliant guys well done well let's hope Chelsea do pick up all three points I think we need them I think we need to win as I said uh, certainly this game and the one against Palace following and then have the international break and then hopefully everybody will be fit Frank will have a much better idea of who can play well with who who is in form and then we'll start to really see uh, some of these great signings that we've made really kick in anyway let's hope so and good luck Chelsea on Saturday And good luck to all of you lot out there. And we will be back next week with more Chelsea Fancast. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.